Same year as last time. That's right, because we did a podcast last week. Oh, yeah. I forgot. It's 8.38. Um, if y'all are coming back for episode number three, it's episode number Trace, three. Trace, yep. Uh, we never thought we'd make it this far. <laughs> <laughs> so, congrats. You made it to... We broke all the records we had set in our head. <laughs> yeah. But if you've come back... We appreciate it. Yeah, God bless you. Yeah, hopefully you and en- you enjoy this. But um, today's a special day. This marks the first episode that we have. <laughs> I don't know if, if it will take him seriously, but if anybody would welcome, everybody welcome, Captain Pat Caraway, my father. Stop it. <laughs> oh, oh, my I just goodness. tell you, like, me being the first person that you all – Allowed into your podcast is it's pretty awesome. <laughs> podcast is. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, I searched the world over, and you were on the top of the list of who I would you en- be enjoy to have. <laughs> Yo, just bear with us today. I don't know if we're gonna make it through. Shoot. Edit. Oh no, this is raw and uncut. Oh my gosh, that's that's the first time I've laughed like that. Wow, <laughs> just the absolute dumb laugh. Yeah, I do it all the time because I'm not being able to super dumb. <laughs> hang out with a lot of dumb people. Yeah, not Pat though. All, all in all honesty, that's right. Learn how to use the English language. Um, uh, <coughs> I haven't known Pat that long. What we. Two, two and a half years, yeah, something so. like that, and uh, we hit it off. Where's it, where's we at? Bowling alley. All yeah, the I don't know. I think y'all came to our house first yeah. time. No, yeah. I think me and you talked to the bowling alley the very first time. We got talking about rabbit hunting. Oh yeah, I yeah. remember going there. Yeah, we did. And uh, all the girl, we had. Remember, we had to wait like an hour and a half or two hours or something. Maybe yeah, three maybe. Maybe three. I'll never do that again. But I had a good conversation with Pat. We hit it off, I think. I don't know if he likes me, but I like him a lot. And uh, come find out he's a old rabbit hunter. I connected on that. And anyway, my point was he's a – I have a uh, very high opinion of Pat Caraway. Honored to have him on the podcast. Yeah, that's right. Well, I appreciate you all letting me be here. Well, I mean, we figured – we might as well start with somebody that has something to say, and we figured you'd have something to say. Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, you want to like go into the topic, or oh, we can talk about well, we can talk about what we were just talking about, what we think uh, <coughs> new heaven, new heaven, and new earth, and all that's going to look like. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I was wondering, are we going to catch big bass and hunt rabbits that we never lose? When yeah, swamp rabbits. Tracks? Yeah, we're saying the rabbits are going to weigh. Like eight pound rabbits. Oh yeah, that'd be nuts. The promised land. That's right. <coughs> Milk and honey. You know, 
rabbit dogs. Something about that. Yeah, I could. Hey, no briars in heaven. No briars. Just slick weeds. They won't be getting you. And they wouldn't be sitting tight. They'd just be. They'd be loose, loose as a goose. <laughs> just like waiting that. on a dog to come by. Just waiting on the sound. All they got to do is hear the, the dog bark. And then they jump. They don't even have to. And they run the straight towards the end of your gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They they jump in your back pouch. So you're just yeah. like, come on, buddy, come no, on. You get home and they're on the Traeger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you can for sure see them, right? Like, oh yeah. You know, when you're hunting, a lot of times it's pretty thick and pretty <laughs> pretty wide. Jesus out there on a bush hog cutting paths. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I got you. Don't worry about yeah. it. Finna do it upright. Yeah. Well, how was your week? Anything interesting happened this week? It was kind of a long week, I guess. I mean, we had some, I don't know, I was thinking about, um, we had a good good service Wednesday night. Well, I don't go to the cha- same church as uh, Peyton and uh, Andrew, but uh, community church, we had a good uh, class. Wednesday night, and uh, then we have prayer on uh, Thursday nights, and uh, prayer was prayer was good. We had some the the kids did a, a youth rally, and um, the Lord. Uh, what are we gonna do when we start crying in this thing? You just you let just it cry. hang out. Anyway, Harley, my daughter, she's the youth pastor at the church we attend, and uh, the kids have been calling, want to be baptized, and it's just, uh, you know, you don't know how it's going to look when the service took place, and I told Peyton and uh, Harley, you know, it may not come like you want it to, but you can plant the seeds, and uh I don't know, there's like eight. I don't know what how many kids have said they want to be baptized this Sunday. We're having a baptism service there at the community. <laughs> yeah, uh, what's, when is that? This Sunday. Night? No, no morning. Uh, morning. Morning service. Yeah, I'd I like know. to go to that. Me too. It's going to be real. I know. I might just slip down there with y'all because I'm off Sunday. I am too. Let's do it. But... I think we're practicing for the praise thing. Oh, yeah, y'all got that praise thing. That's, is that this Sunday That's this night? Sunday night. Mm. But, yeah, I think I, th- I think we had, me and Harley had an idea of, had an idea of what we wanted it to look like. But I think it, and like we talked about this on the last podcast, I think it surpassed, I think, I think it surpassed my expectations of what it was going to look like. And now the, like, usually when you throw seed, sometimes you don't see, you just water and you don't even see growth, but you might see growth later down the road. But, like, we threw seed, and now Harley and Elijah, they're already seeing the growth of the seed that we've thrown. And so, like, I don't know, maybe Jesus, he put miracle grow on that sucker <laughs> that night or something. Yes, I think it was. Um, and, and you know, those kids have been, like, they've already, w- they want another service. Yeah. Like they're screaming for, it. they want it, and uh, I, I I don't know if they hadn't really said the date for sure on the service, but 
I was thinking maybe they ought to already. No, have our one. date is January sixth. And I was gonna say they just said it here. I think maybe this past week because oh, they, okay. they're like, I, have I, a did, date. I didn't know for sure. On yeah, the date. they're like, we can't wait no longer. We need to know so we yeah. can be looking forward to the next one. Yeah, we have a date. Yeah, I think like it's just it's gonna grow, multiply. Yeah, I think. I th- I believe. Yeah, oh, I I know. I think I think that it's gonna be way bigger than last time and I know that's not what you know I don't want us to sound like we're you know we're we're wanting we're wanting to, oh we're wanting a big audience we're wanting a big audience but it's the fact that no we don't want a big audience we want we want the youth of McLean County to be affected and in, and changed in such a way that instead of going up instead of all of us going to parties because that's all like I was trying to think of friends of mine that it lives for the Lord because I was trying to figure out, you know, who could bring the word at the next youth rally. Because I was trying to figure, trying to find someone younger to bring the word. And I was thinking of like people that I went to school with, and I'm like, I don't know if, I don't know if any of the people that I know from school actually follow and serve the Lord, no, or let alone know the Lord. And I think that's what I, I want. I just want to see the youth hungry for. the for God and I want to see I want to see a church filled with kids that have skipped out on the party skipped out on the drinking with their buddies skipped out on the riding in the in the in the creeks with their buddies and there's nothing wrong with you know going around with your buddies but there's something about getting with a group of like-minded people like me and Andrew were talking about last night like-minded people and seeing people hungry for God and when I see people that are hungry for God but that are younger and hungry for God, it just hits different. To see kids in six, seven, eight, in high school, just you know, given everything that they that they can offer, and I think that we reached that point that night when you know it was kind of it was kind of you know they were working into it at the beginning of the service, and then we do the testimonies, we preach, but then at the end, there wasn't a kid in a pew; they were all up front worshiping God. And not because other people were worshiping, because I think they realized of the love that they they have in Jesus, and they wanted to celebrate that, and it was awesome. I I can't wait to do it again, because I think it's going to be a blowout. Yeah, I think that uh, most definitely it's not so much about the numbers, but when the substance is right, the numbers are going to come, right? Yep. Like it can't it can't uh not happen, I think. Yeah. It's not about <clears throat> it's not about the numbers because we want more numbers. It's just about the numbers because is that not the goal? To reach people. Yeah. I mean to have an impact, not for our sake but for for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. I mean that's we want fifty thousand people. You yeah. Know. We wanna we want to go we want to end up having services in the high school That's gym. That's exactly what I was fixing to say. Cause be, that'd be awesome. That would be yeah. nuts. 50, they won't hold 50,000 people, so we might have to be on the football field and on everybody just standing field. up. Shoot, we might have to rent out the Ford Center in Evansville. That'd might be, as well just go there. And I think it seats. No, it seats 10,000 people. It's not big enough either. Sorry. <laughs> I guess we'll go to Nashville. And you, and you know, like, you was talking about getting the the youth it, it it meant more to you or something but 
like you can get them before they're so marred up and muddied up from this world and making the bad decisions that they live with for yeah. 15, 20 years. You know, they can get them right now. And, and the bad thing is, is that they, like the bad thing is, is that kids in middle school, sixth grade, as young as sixth grade, are, are, they have an opportunity to do things that kids out of high school are doing and look at things that kids out of high school are looking at. Like, they, that's, that, I think that's why it's so important is because they can be offered, like, they can be living a lifestyle just like a, a college kid could be living in middle school. And, like, so it's not, let's get them before they get to, you know, where the enemy could have their hand on them. The enemy wants their hand, his hand on them, like, right now because then it, it then it seems like all well, all hope is lost if they get a, like if they're if they're in that lifestyle right now if that makes sense I don't know if that makes sense yeah and I mean I think it's possible to even be younger than that. I mean maybe not live the lifestyle but like the prepping you know like if you know if you see little kids on phones and yeah. I know they're monitored most of them but I mean they're still get in there you know what I mean so yeah. it's, but it was awesome. The youth thing was awesome. Yeah, it was great. So, what is, what's some of your your backstory? Like, how did what did, I mean, I I know you kind of talked last night with the men about how you grew up in the Christian church, um, but I guess just give us some of your your background with your church and you know, tell us who you are because we kind of just skipped right over that and went right into the youth thing, but like. I don't know, just tell us who you are and what you do and your passion for God. And But you can start at your childhood and how you grew up in church or whatever. This would be a long, long podcast, right? <laughs> well, we don't need to know every detail. No, just, just kind of a general. <clears throat> but you take as long as you want. We got all day. No, like we, last night when we were talking, um, I grew up in the Christian church, I guess. It wasn't like... It was just a Christian church, and um, we were taught about salvation, taught about living right for the Lord. But the spirit side of of our relationship, which can I lead that into our yeah, topic? Yeah, of course. That's our topic, relationship. <laughs> But, um, you know, we were told that that those things didn't exist anymore, like it died with the apostles, the disciples. Um, but the word doesn't say that. So, but anyway, um, I met my wife, April, and she was going to uh, a... I don't know if it was Pentecostal or non-denominational church. A more free. Free, spirit-led church. And uh, it was a, it was an eye-opening, kind of scary experience. You know, like we were talking when, when you don't know something and you're not, you haven't been taught about it, you 
and you don't understand it, more than likely you're going to not necessarily attack it, but you're going to you're going to be back off of it, right, a little bit. Like yeah. you don't want to. Yeah, you're going to critique it. Yes, critique, that's a good word. And, uh, I mean, I was that guy. and uh, But, I mean, you know, like I just kept going and kept going. And uh, and we, this is pretty interesting. Um, like we were engaged to be married. And uh, we were, didn't know I was going to go this way, but we were wondering about, where we're going to go to church, right? Because I was still going to church. I would visit. I would go with her on Sunday nights, but I'd go to my church in the in the mornings. But <clears throat> so anyway, we were wondering, like, what 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 are we going to do? And uh, I wanted to go to my church. Uh, she wasn't having going to no. to my church. You know, April, my mama. Shoo. Her way or the highway. Yeah, just get on board. <laughs> get on board. Just kidding, Mama. I love you. <laughs> you better say that. But anyway, we would go. We were, like I said, we were talking. We we almost didn't get married. Like I mean, it came to the like there were come to blows at the kitchen table at uh, her mom and dad's house. You know, like what what are we gonna do? And she made a stand. which was a good stand. And uh, anyway, saw history. I started going to church full-time with, with them after we and we got married and uh, have three wonderful kids. And and um, Which one's your favorite? All, Let's just get all that. All three. <laughs> I just knew you was going to say Harley. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Me and Emerson, I and we always we're, joke with that we're because not going this way. Harley <laughs> is – it's like the princess. Yeah, she's the I'm angel. about to roast my sister, and God, you know, forgives me for it. But whatever, it's, no, this is what siblings are for. If she does anything, do no. If she does, if dad, if anything happens with dad, she's like, Daddy, what's wrong? But it's like, if something happens to mom, she's like, Get over it. <laughs> and it's just like, <laughs> that's man. something to do with the girls and yeah, their dads. And then she's the oldest, though. So. Yeah, I kind of got <laughs> the short end of the stick. I'm a middle child, and then I have a younger sister, which is a girl, and then an older sister. Bro, you got no short end of no stick. I have four sisters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have sure two. That's, that's a lot of women. Yeah, it's a lot of women. But, uh, yeah, it's been uh, – so we're talking about relationship is going to be the topic. And, um, you know, even though I've been going to uh, – so we've been married 29 years, November the 12th of this this year, and um, congratulations! Thank you. Three days later, I was married 10 years. That's awesome. Yeah. But so for 29 years or so, I've been going to uh, spirit-filled churches, and um, and uh, I don't know. Even though I've learned a lot of good things but um anyway anyway what the pop is oh i thought y'all were i didn't know something was going on it's the mic cables one of y'all hitting mic cable on the stand it's it's this one right here i believe yeah it's not it there you go we found it 
Sorry. It's Dad's fault. No, you're That's good. That's right. Huh. Edit, edit. Yeah, edit. Anyway, um, I feel – I'll just tell you where I'm at right now is is I don't feel is I'm where – Bless you. Thanks. Where I should be. I feel like I'm growing, and it's always been a process of – of, of uh, closeness with our Lord but it all comes down to relationship and um, that's all I can like I can just uh, I mean I use my son and and daughter because they lead praise and worship but when I see them praise I don't I don't I don't praise that way. And we went to a church uh with my sister in law, my wife's sister. And uh, we'd never been there before, but there was a the service started and there was a worship team. I don't know this little girl's name, but she worshipped the way Peyton and Harley worship. And I want that. I know that I'm saved. I know that I just want that relationship to where I'm so close. And that that's kind of where I'm at, but that's why I chose the topic. When y'all asked me to pick a topic to talk about, I thought relationships it. So I don't know what y'all think about that. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't look at our, me and Harley's worship and, you know, downplay your worship because honestly, and I didn't think my dad was going to come here and tear us all up. Oh, he tears me up all the time. (laughs) Tear us all up like he's going to, he's like he is, but. You know, there's some times where I'm up on the platform, and I know you're, you know, as worship leaders, what the congregation does, how they move, you know, that that that, that shouldn't affect the way we worship. But when I look back in the back and I see my dad with his hands up, there's something about that. Then when I see it, it just, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, your worship, I think your worship, I don't know, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but. I don't think you should, like, I'm, I guess I'm, it's good that you long for, I don't know, more worship. I don't know. I don't, help me out, Andrew. I don't know what I'm trying to he, get at. Yeah, he may not be jumping around or bouncing off the walls, but when you see him, and so it's inspiring in some way. Yeah. That's how it's been since we started going. Because I know that when he's worshiping, I know everything that he's given is 100% true. And it's not something. It's just not this like, this, this thing that he's putting off to let people, you know, see him. What it, if, like, if my dad comes up front, it's because he has felt the Lord tell him to go up front. It's not because he's just going up front. But there's something about. I don't know. I've been trying to take in more moments with my dad because we were talking with Ainsley and Elijah the other day about me and Hannah went over to their house or something and 
talking about, I don't know what we were talking about, but I said, you know, sometimes when we're at prayer and y'all come early for prayer on Sunday nights and y'all sit in the back, I was like, sometimes for prayer, I don't know, sometimes I'm just like, I want to go back to the back and sit beside my dad and just kind of lean up on him and have him hug me. And I don't know why sometimes I get that feeling, but I just feel like sometimes I take for granted how much you and mom do for me and love me. And so, like, I don't know. And I told him, I said, I said, man, my dad's hugs are, like, they're the best hugs I think I can, I ever, I ever can get. But sometimes I'm just like, I just want to go, like, lay, let, like, I don't know, lay up against my dad and just feel his love. And sometimes I think that, and I'm just like, man, that's the way I need to be with God. I just, sometimes I just want to go up and just, and, and just lay beside him and allow him to just console me, love me, and, you know, embrace me. And I don't know. Something about when I see you worship and, when like, the Sunday night when you came up beside me and we were worshiping, like, I've been trying to take more moments and, I don't know, I guess, connect with you more and just show that I, like, I love you more, I guess. I don't know. I'm kind of getting off the, the beaten path, but whatever. <laughs> just go on. You can go that, on. No, I, I mean, that's awesome. I, I think that parenting is is crazy hard. I mean, um, you get you can get tied up into the point to where you're the provider and not so much the, the I don't know, love on kind of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think a lot of times our relationship was, I mean, you play baseball and sport, all kinds of sports, football, and, yeah. and it was, uh, it was always go, go, go. And, yeah. and we kind of had that relationship to where, um, it wasn't uh, maybe, I mean, I know I loved you and I know you loved me, but like it was more of a, yeah, type of relationship. I don't know if that makes sense, but I think, I feel as though our relationship is, um, I told April the other day that, that like we used to argue a lot. All the time we wouldn't be able to talk without arguing. Yeah, and and it's more... And I think it's because you've grown up, and yeah. it's more of a, yeah, it's not that that other type of relationship anymore, anymore or so to speak. Yeah. But it's good. But so, like, if I tell you a verse, can I tell you all the uh, verse? Of course. Where are you uh, going? I just lost it. Hold on. So this is the verse uh, when Andrew said, uh, "What what topic you want to talk about?" And I. Well, I said relationship, and this is the verse that came to me. It was Revelations 3, 20, and it says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him, and I will sup with him, and he with me. And I just thought, you know, um, Peyton said he just wanted to curl up and, you know, lay Yeah, I almost can't do it. Just lay by the Father. And that's where I'm at. I want to be. I want to be transformed. And he wants to do it. Because it says it right there. If, if you knock. 
If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him. So he wants to come in. He wants to sup with you. And uh, y'all, whatever y'all think about that, I, I don't know. But that's the verse that I came up with. Yeah, that's <clears throat> what my relationship with the Lord has looked like over the last few years versus for the first 30 years is exactly what you were talking about. Like, just lay down and let him... I just want to be in. I just want to be in his presence, and then he can do whatever he sees fit. Like we said once before, I can't change myself. I've tried that for yeah. thirty years. I'm changed under, you know, different terminology for different people. But I'll, the word "weight," like I'm changed under the weight that is his glory presence. <clears throat> And I I just want to rest in him, lay, um, you know, I got nothing, I got nothing to offer. He knows that, and so I'm here giving you what I do have, and he's, I was try, I was thinking about it last night at men's Bible study, and I could, I didn't look it up because we were moving so fast, but it was a, uh, a verse somewhere that says that he's the lifter of my head. You ever hear that? I don't know. I'm, yeah, it I can't sounds remember. familiar. But. Probably Old Testament, but it's like that's that's what he is. When I'm down, when I'm uh, confused or uh, anxious or sad or whatever, he he's he's the lifter of my head. He's my encourager. He's my defender. My strong tire. My Everything. So, I may get up and start jumping. All right. Andrew, you keep going like that. That's awesome. I mean, I can because, like all that stuff we, we were talking about last night, we had a we have a Paul and Silas Bible study is what we call it, but we we come late at night, the men of the church, and we, we, we pray and we study our Bibles, study certain topics and talk about them. And it's, it's fruitful from the just because we're together. I'm not so sure how fruitful it is when we all, none of us end up agreeing on it, on anything. But, but I don't think that's what it's about. I think it's just about us being together, talking about, you know, and that's, uh, you know, if you don't, if some guys don't come and that's fine. But I just, I just enjoy being with the guys in that setting. Anyway, my point is, we don't have to agree on little nuances of theology and but we all agree who he is and how he feels about us and that's why we come in here Sunday after Sunday and you you see where people go mm -hmm. people go up front and lay in the floor all these people that we argue with and disagree about uh little bitty nuanced things that don't amount to a hill of beans we're all up there together yeah. Laying in the floor, we know that we can't do anything for ourselves. We just we we want to be in the arms of the Father. Uh -huh. That's I mean, have you ever felt any more complete or whole or in peace than when you're in that moment? That's the only time I'm complete. I feel. Yeah. No um, matter how good a day you have. No. Yeah. 
in 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 the, the this physical world. Yep. Yeah. That verse is Psalms three three, and uh, I'm reading out of CSB. And it says, "But you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, and the one who lifts up my head." So that's pretty good. I might jump too, Pat. <laughs> I'm not much of a jumper. I'm kind of top heavy. I'm afraid I'll teeter over. Oh, we've seen you jump though. Yeah, I've jumped. It's just not. Gr- it's not appealing to look at. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that's like uh, <laughs> David said he danced uh, crazy, right? Yeah. Before the Lord. Well, they said they seen him in the window and made fun of him or something, and he he said, "Oh, I'll show you. I'll dance even." Was that how it goes? I can't remember. But I'll dance even harder tomorrow. Yeah, so, I think Carly sings a song that says, uh, "I'll become more even undignified." I'll become, oh my! Goodness. I'll become more. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know words now because you're over here. <laughs> I think you just said thirty words in this time span of like ten. Three seconds. syllables, thirty <laughs> yeah. words. But no, I I was talking to somebody the other day, and actually yesterday. He was like, "Yeah, our church—they don't believe in dancing." And I was like, "Did they know David danced? Like the guy who wrote the majority of the songs? Did they know he danced?" And he was like, "Well, they don't like you know dancing, as in he was saying something about you know they were gonna ha- host something and their church wouldn't allow them to dance." Oh yeah, been there. Yeah, so I guess they're okay with dancing for the Lord, but. You don't ever see that either. No, they're not okay with it. They (laughs) might say they are. But that's funny because you know what David was? What's David known for? He's the man after God's own heart. What does that even mean? A man after God's own heart. What does it mean to you? I would say he's he's after whatever, I guess, God wants of him. And that's what he's after, I guess. Yeah, I think there's multiple ways of looking at it, but I definitely think that's a third of it or wrong. half of Don't it. No, I think it. you're. I think that's part of it. I think it goes pretty deep. We should probably study that. Probably we'll because come back. That'll be I, that'll be I've, part two with Dad in the future. Oh yeah, I've studied it before and it's it's good. Yeah. So, but you, I don't do you all know what sup sup means? Like enlighten us. He Don. Gave, he gave. Yeah, that's eat. that's right. So I was just going to give you what I wrote down when I was studying. It said um, to to dine, to fellowship, a friendly association, make a meal. It's effort, preparation, companionship. But so like I started thinking about like when you make a meal, like um, obviously it preparation and 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 trying to make like when you when you have somebody to come over to come and dine like come in the door right like he you open the door he said he'd come in when you have people to come over you want them to feel you want it to be the best yeah you want it to feel them to feel like this is their house as well as yours and uh then I got to thinking about, you know, if you have a meal and you're with your wife and and, and talking and, and it's supposed to be intimate, right? Close, closeness. Mm-hmm. But I just kind of got to thinking about 
you know about that so i know what y'all thought well it's funny how you talk about preparation and we talked i think it was in our first episode if you listened all the way through that one congratulations you played yourself um (laughs) and i'm sorry congratulations and i apologize yeah but um i think we talked about what's the importance of prayer before church or prayer during the week you know leading up to service and i feel like it's preparation for god to come in and dine with us and sup with us at service with everybody and it's almost like i i want to pray and i want to prepare for him well why do you do that so when he comes to knock at the door guess what the door's already open for him to come in and and sup with us. Like I don't have to hear him knock because I'm already read I'm ready for him to come in and sup. And you know, I think that's you know, maybe that's why like y'all started at community, you know, weekly prayer, right? Thursday nights or whatever? Yes. Yes, it's Thursday night. Would you would you agree or disagree? that since doing that, you've seen a shift inside of community church as a whole? or Yes, I think um, I would agree. In other words, um, we would love to have more people come out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, what I don't know the scripture where it talks where two or three, not not being together together, I know he's there, but like, so many will put so many a flight. I think I don't. You know what I'm talking about. I don't know. Want to put a thousand and two ten thousand? Right. In other words, there's a few that core that have come into prayer, and uh, but yes, I believe results have, yes. have happened because I, of that. And I think I think he he delights in the fact that he sees that we're preparing him a place, and he sees. Well, they they truly they they want my presence so bad that they'll take time out of the week that's not even it's not even designated for church but they're going to take time out of the week to come and be in my presence for any type of reason but to usher in the presence of God and I think preparation is one of the biggest things that we can do not to like he's going to move either way right but I think he just I think that entices him. I think some, he's he likes something about it. I don't know. He's a jealous guy, I think. Right? That's what it says. That's, that's what – so I wrote down in my notes. I mean, like, I feel like we're going to move so fast when, when I start giving all these things. Like, you, maybe you'll go – it's all the same, but it's in different different ways, I guess. I don't know. So I wrote down also as um, – Sup means to con- to commune, which would be heart to heart talk. Open up, in other words, what he's talking about. Open up to God, and um, then I come off of that and talks about the, you know, I mean, when God created the earth, he he walked right with Adam and and Eve. Yep, every day, every day, like was there. Like with them, that's amazing. But then, sin separated us, or separated them, right, from him. But he wanted, because he, he remember in the in, when when she, they take a bite of the apple. He comes looking. Yeah. 
looking for them, right? He wants to be with them, but yep. they're hidden. <clears throat> they hid themselves. Exa- he didn't. Exactly. I mean, we that's a that's a little <laughs> theological conundrum, but I'm. You get what I'm saying. I, like, I in other words, it's relationship. Yep. He wanted relationship with yep. them. They messed it all up, and he still showed up for the walk. That's right. So that leads me to my next little thing that I wrote down. Let's hear it. When they messed up, he still showed up, right? That's right. So I wrote down the sacraments of of communion, you know. In other words, it's a feast, right? It's like the representation of his blood and his body. But it's it, isn't it funny that it it's a meal, right? The Last Supper. Oh, yeah. When he came together. Everything... When I started studying this and looking at relationship and it said to dine, everything kind of comes back to uh, to um, a meal, togetherness, closeness. So I don't know what y'all think about that. I got one other thing if y'all don't have nothing, a scripture. Well, go ahead and pop so it So when you talk about This is Pat Carraway's podcast. Okay. <laughs> No. <laughs> Pat Caraway featuring Take Root. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Got to get my phone up here. This is Proverbs 4. I just wrote this down when I was when I was doing my study because of the um I just have out beside it says keep your heart. And Proverbs 4 23 says keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it are the issues of life that's so if you go on to 24 it says put away from thee a forward mouth and perverse lips in other words kind of like you're speaking and um, we would go but keeping your heart though is the main thing that way you know we're in other words you talked we talked about Adam and Eve, and it was separated from God. So, in other words, if we keep our heart pure, we're we're ready to closeness with Him, right? I I just wrote that down. So this I told y'all it might be kind of sporadic and no, out no. there. You're good. You know, I'm going to all kinds of ways. You got more? Y'all 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 say something. I'll look dig into my notes all right. here. P. Well, when he's talking about the mouth, you know, worry about the heart first type deal and the, I don't know, what are you trying to, like, what are you, you're saying, you know, worry about the the heart and then the mouth will follow next or something? No, I, I think, um, in other words, keeping your tongue controlled keeps your heart in check. Is that right? Does that make sense? In other words, like, yeah, I don't know. There's definitely some truth to that. (laughs) Definitely. Especially for a loud mouth like myself. Who has opinions. Yeah. And we know you have opinions. Yeah. Yeah. But. There's nothing wrong with having opinions. You know who has more opinions than Andrew, though? Let's just take a guess. I want to take a guess. Let's do a poll. Who do you think I'm going to say? I could think of a few people. Who do you think? <laughs> how, many, how many letters are in their name, and do they go to church with us? They go to church with us. 
All right, I'm out of this conversation. It's kind of just a gag. Right. That's right. I was going to say Kate. Oh, just okay. To... My wife? Yeah. Um, yeah, but her opinions are usually right. <laughs> or mine are just But I was nonsense. I was going to read Matthew, Matthew 12, 34. It says, Brood of vipers, how can you speak good things when you are evil? For the mouth speaks from the overflow of the heart. So whatever the condition of the heart, if whenever we do speak, you know what our heart condition is by what we say. Yes, I agree with that. That's good. Mm-hmm. And it says, you know, I think it's it, it says, I don't know where it is, but I'm pretty sure it says that, you know, people when you talk when you're talking a lot, it's easy it's easier to like it'll lead to destruction because you're talking so much that you know slow to speak, quick to listen. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in Proverbs about Basically keeping your mouth shut. Shut up, you dummy. Yeah. And I was thinking, um, uh, what's the, uh, I think it's 23rd Psalm, uh, hide your words in my heart, that I might not sin against God. Is that the 23rd Psalm? Go ahead, I'll look it up no, later. No, I was just going to, I had another verse uh, written down there for um, keeping your heart, and it's Second uh, Corinthians six fourteen. It says, "Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers, for what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness?" So, I mean, just kind of like what Peyton was saying, preparing. In other words, not only going to prayer, maybe at church, but even as you go through your day-to-day walk. You know, and how and what you associate yourself with can lead to a heart, your heart, right? Mm-hmm. To prepare you for, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not trying to be, is that legalistic in any way? But, you know, I'm just saying. No, I don't, I don't you think, know what I mean? you know, people might say, well, like I said, he's going to show up anyways. But then it's not that we're. We're going to prayer because we feel like, oh, we need to do this to be a good Christian. We're going to prayer because we want that relationship and we want that closeness with him. Like, that's why we go to prayer. We're not going to prayer because we feel like if we don't go to prayer, oh, well, we've missed the mark today. You know what I mean? Right. We're going to prayer because that's how much I love him and I want to be in his presence. Yes. And you can be in his presence wherever, but there's something about coming with your fellow Christians, fellow brothers and sisters in Christ and being in the presence of God and just loving on him. And I don't think that you sound legalistic in any way. Right. I, I just was throwing that out there. But Matthew 15, uh, verse 8 says, This people honors me with their lips, but their heart it's is far. far from me. They worship me in vain, teaching as doctrines human commands. Mm-hmm. That's legalism. Yeah. <laughs> Making up yeah. rules. We're not making up rules. No, well, we're we're attempting not to. It is human nature to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? What did you find out about your verse? There? It was Psalm one nineteen, which makes perfect sense because I that's where I kind of been hanging out. Actually, the whole time we were here the other night, and Autumn and Emerson got in the water, I was 
I had read Psalm 119. I actually wanted to read it in the setting, but then the girls got in that big group hug, and I got weirded out. It's like, nah, I got to get out of here. <laughs> but anyway, I wanted to read it, but I was reading it in before, and then I was reading it some during, and, and it was just playing in my heart the whole time, and that's gold. Psalm 119 is gold. Read it. The whole thing? I mean, whatever you were, because I don't know it. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll read the whole thing, because we got... Sounds great. Nothing but... We can keep, uh, keep Kate with the kids oh as yeah. long as we I'm can. I'm sure she's thrilled to death. Yeah. Blessed Cry about it. are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquity. They walk in his ways. You have commanded us to keep your precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep your statutes. Then I would not be ashamed when I look into all your commandments. I will praise you with uprightness of heart. When I learn your righteous judgments, I will keep your statutes. Do not forsake me utterly. How can a young man cleanse his way by taking heed according to your word? With my whole heart I have sought you. Let me not wander from your commandments. Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. Blessed are you, O Lord. Teach me your statutes. With my lips I have declared all the judgments of your mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of your testimony as much as in all riches. And it's like, I think, the longest chapter in the Bible, so we might just stop there. (laughs) But it's really good. That was good, though. So I had um, a little, I think I missed it when you were talking about how he showed up even though they were they were gone and hidden. Yeah. And that, I said something about a, a verse. So I thought this would be pretty good if I could get my Bible here. It was talking about, in other words, you were talking about even when when we're not what we need to be, He's still there. He still wants you to be there. And uh, this was in uh, Luke five twenty nine, And it said, Levi made him a great feast in his own house. And there was a great company of publicans of others that sat down with him. In other words, those are the people that weren't right. And we'll go on to 30, and it says, But the scribes and the Pharisees murmured against his disciples, saying, Why does he eat and drink with the publicans and the sinners? He wants us. He wants everyone. doesn't matter what you do. doesn't matter where you are, who you are. I mean, he 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 went and supped with the people that the people that should have been supping with them. Mm-hmm. They weren't supping with them, but Jesus did. You know what I mean? Yep. The so-called righteous people they didn't want to sup with them, but Jesus he supped with them. Yep. Kind of like what you said in the garden. He still showed up. Yep. You know that's awesome. I think. Keep what going because you you're almost to the clincher. So it would be like 31, right? Yeah, read 31. And Jesus answering said unto them, 
They that are whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. So, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. That's good. Yeah, people who ain't sick don't need a doctor. That's that's good. But I just thought that was interesting. Kind of fell in line with what you said when yeah you said he showed up and uh, when they didn't show up. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I, that's all I had. I was just I was gonna I was gonna add on to the knocking about you know what is the significance of Jesus or God knocking at the door. We sat and talked to TC all last night after the men's study, just talking to him about you know what's it mean to actually choose to go and open the door and allow God to come into your life and. I think that is, you know, I'll, ju- I'll just read, uh, it's, it's in Luke also, Luke 12, 35. It says, be ready for service and have your lamps lit. You are to be like people waiting for their master to return from the wedding banquet so that when he comes and knocks, they can open the door for him at once. Blessed will those, will Blessed will be those servants the master finds alert when he comes. Truly I tell you, truly I tell you, he will get ready, have them recline at the table, then come and serve them. If he comes in the middle of the night or even near dawn and finds them known at what hour the thief was coming. I think I just skipped. All right. Or even near dawn, finds them alert, blessed are those servants. But know this, if the homeowner if the homeowner had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have let his house be broken into. You also be ready because the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. And I think it's just, I think that just shows that he wants, like if he, if he didn't care about relationship or what you really thought of him, I don't think he would not. I don't think he, I think he would just kick that door right down there and override whatever, whatever type of free will that we have or whatever type of choice that we have to accept him and let him in and open the door. I think if he didn't care about that, if he didn't care about our side of the relationship, I don't think he would knock. He would, I feel like he would just bust straight through the door and be like, guess what? I'm here anyways, whether you like it or not. But it's the fact that he, and the funny thing is, if he wanted to bust down the door, he could bust down the bust. That just sounds weird when I'm saying that. He could bust down the door. But it's the fact he's the creator of the world, savior of the world, king of kings, lord of lords, and he chooses to knock and wait for you to open the door. I just think that's interesting. No, I, I think that's good. Because then he, I think, him knocking and waiting for us to open the door, I think... When we open the door, then he knows they were ready for me, they heard me knock, and now they want me. And so now I'm going to go in, and I'm going to dine with them like you're saying, Dad, and I'm going to sup with them, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat with them. I'm going to have a relationship with them. So it's pretty good stuff. Yes, I'm, I'm a firm believer that... Uh, it's it's definitely a heart issue and uh, in a relationship. I mean, I can't get that that just is is 
that's just where I'm at. Like I said, it's where I'm at. I think it's a good place. Good place to be. No, I I agree. I want to be. So yeah, go ahead, Andrew. No, go what ahead. I, I want I want to hear you. No, I've been talking too much. Y'all say something. I I, I yeah, go ahead. No, say what you say what you're just about to say. Or you're fired. Be like Donald Trump. So sometimes you're fired. <laughs> this is a little bit. It's 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 along the same lines, but. Sometimes I find myself in, uh, so our, we're in relationship. And when, when sometimes I find it, I don't find it hard. That's why I want to be, I want to be so close. Sometimes when I pray, it seems like it's hard to press in. And I don't know if y'all ever have that problem, but. And and then when I've been praying here lately, so the prayer service is a little different than what I've been to. I mean, it's not, uh, I'm just saying for me personally, not the way it's orchestrated. But when I go to pray, like the other night, they have music playing and everything, but um, I just the song that they were that was playing over the system. It was a I don't even remember the song now, but it was so good. It was said something about I am His, like I belong to Him. But the it was kind of like a praise service, not so much. But that's still communion. In other words, that's part of prayers is praise or adoration for Him. But, like, it wasn't just, so maybe prayer isn't always asking. You know what I mean? Like, I get it in my head. It's it's we're always asking him for something instead of just communing. Prayer is just, prayer is relationship, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. That's what, when I, I don't know. That's what I was thinking. Like, in other words, it's praise. We say it's two different words, but praise is prayer. It's it's talking to him, yeah. communing with him. And I felt, but I don't know how y'all feel about that. Sometimes I struggle when I enter into prayer. Um, like, like everybody always makes the comment of, you can't even pray fifteen minutes. You know, it's almost like it's a. Like it's a con- not a condemning thing, but like you know they're like saying, you know, some of you can't even pray for people. Well, I'm, I'll fit in that category. Thank you, appreciate it. <laughs> I want to do better, is what I'm saying. But right, he didn't give me no nobody gave me no remedy for the 15 minutes. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh my lord. Does that does that make sense with y'all? Or, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the attitude of praise was drawing me into the longer time with him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess is what I'm trying to say. That's kind of a little different, but it's relationship. It's what we're talking about. Topic. Yeah, I try not to. <clears throat> I try not to ask much of him, especially when we're praying. You know, before church. Except that 
you know, he be on the service and do as he sees fit to do. But I'm I'm mostly just I was thinking about it <clears throat> as Pat was talking. I don't use I. You know how some people when they pray, it's like you've never heard them talk like that, and that's fine. But that's just not me. I th- I think you probably know this because I get made fun of for praying like a redneck. But I talk to him like I talk to y'all. But there are certain things that you can't express to him like I would talk to y'all. Like, I never use the word adore in my life. I've never said that word in a sentence. But when I talk, when I talk to the Lord, I, I have no other word. That is the word. We adore you. Yeah. I mean, that's what I say. I'm a, because that's what that's what I mean. Yeah. That's what I. But but anyway, my point, I guess, is just that I'm trying to. Uh, I guess prayer, and my prayer before church is praise. You know, I'm just lifting him up and letting him know that I'm only there for him. I didn't come here to make a show. I didn't come here for these people. I didn't come here to do anything but encounter him in whatever way he sees fit to move. I'm here for it. We have to be. uh, I'm not always yielding. I think I think when we I feel like when we ask all the time I think then we're just coming and we're and we're we're not coming because of who he is we're pray, we're praying because like we want something like we're praying just for to get our quick fix or something like because we know that well he'll do it so so that's what I'm gonna pray and I'm that's all I'm gonna do is ask 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 but he's really just wanting us to come in. What's it say? Enter into his courts with Thanksgiving. And, Thanksgiving. and he's already done it. Yeah. He's already done it. Like we ask him for it, but he's already done it. Yeah. And then. I mean, it's not wrong to ask. We should ask. I mean, it says to ask, but I get what you're saying. I mean, yeah. And, and then, you know, some. I feel like sometimes if our, if we're not there in relationship with him if we don't get what we ask all hell breaks loose and well now i'm gonna throw fit about it it's like that's not what it was about in the first place whether or not you get what you want what it was about in the first place was the fact that you were in the presence of god and you missed it because all you cared about was your own desire and what you wanted from him you didn't even care about you didn't. You cared about what was in the hand that was giving you whatever, but you didn't care about who whose hand it was that was giving it to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good. I like that right there. You can give us some word. No, y'all go ahead. I'm I'm looking for something. I'm, my notes are running thin, boys. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> but but I still have more. But it's running thin. But it may take it. Go if you have something. No, I'm that's look, along I'm, the same. I'm lines. searching for something. You go ahead. You can switch it up. Or it's fine. Well, I was just uh, so like. This is maybe. 
I mean, I'm I'm telling you, it's 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 going to the end of my notes here. Um, but well, we'll go to the end of your notes, and then we'll tell you to shut up, and we'll turn this thing off. I'm not gonna say that. So when uh when I think of relationship, I mentioned earlier, like you know you when you go out to eat with your wife, and um, so anyway, I. Our relationship to Christ, it's, I mean, it's like a marriage, right? I mean, you can, the, in other words, I have written down like Christ and the church. And he loves as the husband and we're to submit as the wife, to yield. In other words, we've been talking about yielding in prayer and praise and and in our life and giving it to him but um i thought i would read this uh, one verse here if i can find it it's in ephesians sorry ephesians 5 and i'm going to go to 26 which way is that, Brother Odie? <laughs> to the right. What they said last night depends on where you are. <laughs> yep. Ephesians what? Ephesians 5, 26, and 27. It says, Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word that he might present it to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that it should be holy and without blemish in other words he he so it's relationship right he's talking about how we're to love our wives just like Christ loved the church he gave himself he he's given us instructions for a successful marriage but this is about relationship and he in other words he gave his life he gave himself thought it not i mean in other words he he gave everything to us but we're to yield that's our part our part is to yield that's where i'm at that's where i'm Wanting to get better, but I just thought that scripture was was pretty good. I don't know, you got what you found? Anything there, Andrew? Yeah, I'm not sure that it applies perfectly, but I might just save it and we can end with it when we're done. But it's just in my heart. You got anything else? No, so you 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 you're gonna I'll, end with it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll save it for when we shut her down. Yeah, so I I was I know another thing that I was looking at was um you know I don't know who all went, but several people went to the road to Emmaus or whatever. Yeah, and um, y'all talked about how great it was, closeness, mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah. So anyway, I I looked up it as being another example of relationship to dying 
and it's a long, it's real long. It's in Luke 24. I'll go to Luke 24. It's 13 through uh, 32. I'm not going to read all that. Shout out to Luke for writing this gospel. (laughs) Is that Andrew's favorite? No, I'm just saying. Oh, no, shout out to Luke. If without know? Luke today, we wouldn't we have would, anything to read. We would have nothing to go off of. Luke was a doctor and a Gentile. Isn't he the only? He's the only Gentile to write a gospel. Yeah, because the other ones weren't Gentiles. Right. Correct. He's the only one out of them that yeah. were a Gentile. Yes, I think that's correct. Matthew was for sure a Jew. John was a Jew. I'm sure Mark was a Jew. Sounds like a Jew name. Yeah, that definitely was not his actual name. (laughs) What is it, Luke? Luke 24, 13 through 32. And I was just kind of... So this was after he had risen, right? Like, in other words, they were downtrodden, the two walking to Emmaus and they were and he and he they meet him and they don't know it's Jesus and he's like well well, what's going on and they start to tell him about have you not heard you know about the crucifixion Mm -hmm. he's like no you don't what's going on tell me about it so he starts to walk with them got jokes and this is kind of like so talking about what we just talked about that he died he gave it all as Christ like in other words we're supposed to do for our wives but relationship he's just been buried tortured risen and he's meets these two two gentlemen and and he comes in, he comes with them, and it says, uh, it says, and they drew nigh unto the village. This is 28, where I'm starting. Whither they went, and he made as though he would have gone farther, but they constrained him, saying, Abide with us. So they kind of knocked, right? And asked him to come in. Yeah. Right? Opened the door and said, Come on in. Yep. And what did Jesus do? Toward evening, as the day is far spent, and he went in to tarry with them. And it came to pass, as he sat, and he ate with them. He took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to them. He fed them. So, not only... When he comes in, right? It said he fed him. So when you let him in, he was going to feed you. And it says, and their eyes were open, and they knew him, and he vanished out of their sight. So, like, Jesus. Yeah. Is that great? Like, and I yeah, love I mean, the like he fed them. I like, love the next part. It's one of my favorite verses. Did our hearts not burn within us? Oh, I, that is it. Go ahead, read that. Well, I mean, you want me to read it? Yeah, read it. Read the and they said verse. one to another, "Did not our heart burn with within us 
while he talked with us by the way, and while he opened to us the scriptures. That's amazing, right? That's my experience. That's a good way to describe it. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's where we want to be, right? Like if we'll open the door, he'll come in and he'll feed you. I was kidding with Bruce the other night. He was <laughs> Wednesday night. You know, this is, I'm trying, I mean, y'all said to be, be free with what I want to say. Yeah. So <laughs> Bruce, he was giving us good word the other night. And I don't know. I'm a I'm a sports guy. I've always watched sports. But as I was leaving, no, you never watched sports. You. It was like, you were there, and what you said. Oh, those players were hearing it on that TV. <laughs> Listen, we were outside of the house, down at the basketball court, and he's watching Kentucky basketball. And this is how my my papa was. My my papa, he was a great man. But man, when he turned on that Kentucky game. He's like a – we'd have to rebuke it out of him and be like, hey, I think you, all right? But we, we, we would hear him outside the house down at the basketball court. We could hear him screaming at the TV because Kentucky basketball was playing and he wasn't with happy with the way they were playing. I'm not happy with the way but that's, they're playing most of them either. But when he says he watches sports, he's been a sports guy, yeah, it's more than just watching. Yeah, anyway, I don't know if y'all know. Y'all know. No, Peyton knows, but – like, as I was leaving Bruce, I was motioning to him, and I was like I was eating. <laughs> and uh, weirdo. and he, he looked at me, he was like, I was like, you know, Ezekiel Elliott, when he made a good run, he was like, I'm eating it up. <laughs> That's what I was – so I thought that was pretty I good. thought you were telling him, wrap it up, i got to go home and eat. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> That's probably what he was thinking about. He, may, he may have been thinking about yeah. that. I don't know. Bruce is funny. We need to have Bruce on at some point. That would be awesome. Yeah. It would be good. Yeah. He's a good dude. Yeah. That would be a trip and a half, too. Yeah. He's a character. Yeah. He yeah. Well, you'll be laughing the whole time. Oh, yeah. All the, the whole time. He might not want to associate himself with this. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But anyway, that's all I, that's all I got, really. So yeah, I don't know good. If, yep. what you. You said you were going to end with something. Yeah, we get you done. I, I said all I could say. Okay, probably too much. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in, and being with us. Thanks, Pat, for coming on. Yeah, thank you guys for letting me. I haven't listened to it. It's probably gonna be our best episode for sure. Probably just because Dad's here. Yeah, Captain yeah. Pat. Yeah, no, say better. Uh, Captain Pat better voice to listen to this time anyway <laughs> i'll just read this before we go out rejoice in the lord always i'll say it again rejoice let your graciousness be known to everyone the lord is near don't worry about anything but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in christ jesus Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence, and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. I don't think you could have summed it up any better than that. No. I mean, that was like perfect. We could have just done that at the beginning. You think? 
<laughs> hey, it'd have been quick. Finally quick. contributed. <laughs> that was awesome. Like well, it was perfect. Paul right? wrote it. I didn't. I mean, I would like to take credit for it, but I mean, you're pretty much Paul. I feel like, uh, yeah, I'll just leave that alone. <laughs> I'll get myself in trouble. Well, uh, like Andrew said, we're happy that if y'all listened, made it even to episode three. We're glad that you're, you know, still sticking with us and, you know, giving us a chance. Hopefully, um, we had voice of reason with my dad today, so he kind of kept us on track. It was pretty good. Hope y'all enjoyed it. Um, if y'all don't care if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please like it or wh- whatever that comes from that or whatever. Do what you want with it. Like it. Share it. Rate it. Share it for sure. But we're just trying to get the the word out so hopefully people can, you know, have a place to go to get a good laugh and get filled with the word. And that's what our ultimate goal is, so... Anyways. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Dad, for coming on. Thanks, Appreciate buddy. it. Yes, sir. The boys are back. The boys are back in town.